This is the Mile High Five podcast with Carl Jensen and Doug Cunnington. We have authentic conversations about the journey to Phi, health, happiness, and some very odd tangents. We interview Phi experts, side hustlers, people on their way to Phi, and those who have reached the other side. Join us every week, and if you want the show notes and links and all that other stuff, head over to milehighfi.com. Hello, world. Welcome to the Mile High Five podcast. I'm Carl Jensen with my co-host. I'm Doug Cunnington. Doug, we are going to talk about travel, and we're coming upon the holiday season. Uh, Thanksgiving is next week. Lots of people are going to be flying, including me, For although not for Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And um, we're going to go into some of the details of like how we travel, how often we you know visit family, and maybe some, you know, tips on spending time with family. Because I know that can be, uh, you know, contentious. I think about uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And, um, you know, I think we're the cousin Eddie's of our individual families, right? Yeah, I don't know. That might be putting it, uh, that might be insulting cousin Eddie. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> and, um, you know, what, what have you been up to, man? Have you done any uh, cool uh, travel or any cool travel coming up? Yeah, we are going to go to Las Vegas and Los Angeles this weekend. We're going to, I've got family in Las Vegas. Uh, well, I'll back up a second. We were going to go to Los Angeles to see a show, but the plane tickets were super expensive. So then I'm like, oh, let's just go to Las Vegas. I can see my family out there and then we'll rent a car and drive out to Los Angeles for that part of the, for that part of the trip. Okay. How far is that drive? Uh, it's about four and a half hours without traffic. Okay. Will, will there be traffic though? I don't think so. I think most of the traffic is going the other direction. People come from Los Angeles to go to Las Vegas on holiday weekends. So, or maybe that's why I'm telling myself and I'll sit there for eight hours. But okay. We'll and then do you guys listen to like audiobooks and a long ride like that? Or yeah, yes, we do. And well, we stop. There's a website that tells you like all these funky roadside attractions. Uh, one of them on this trip are the dinosaurs from, do you remember Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure? Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, there's some famous like full-size dinosaurs like on the side of the road somewhere outside of Los Angeles. We might go see that. So, okay. yeah. Cool. That is pretty neat. Well, let's um, let's get into it today. And let's lay this out. Where are you from originally? Uh, I am from the Chicago land area. Have you ever heard that term Chicago land before? I have. It sounds like a made up thing that people say, but then I found out it's a real thing, right? Yeah, yeah, it is real. It's on like commercials, carpet commercials and stuff like that. So that means you, well, I guess I've never considered it before, but I would say that means you live, you don't live in Chicago proper, but you live close enough to it. Okay. And yeah, it sounds made up because it would be like uh, Denver land or Atlanta land or whatever. Um, but that's uh, that's a thing. Yeah, it kind of sounds like a half-rate amusement park. Like, I'm going to Chicago land and the <laughs> Tilt-A-Whirl will probably be broken again and the Ferris wheel killed some people last week. But okay, Chicago hasn't been doing too hot as of late, but yeah, no. I still like it. Okay. And do you have family in the Chicago land area then? Um, yeah, we actually do. Uh, Mindy has a sister outside of, in Chicago land, so not in Chicago, but in a suburb. Okay, cool. And I am from the Atlanta area. I have uh, quite a bit of family in the Atlanta land area, which we'll 
<laughs> refer to it that way from here on out. Um, but I, and I also have a sister who now lives in the uh, Richmond, Virginia area mm. as well. Um, and I haven't been out to Richmond yet. So most of the family is in the Atlanta area and my wife's family is all in the Atlanta area. Um, so how often do you visit your family, uh, e- either both, uh, in Chicago and you have a lot of family in Las Vegas now, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. And by the way, back up a second, I've heard good things about Richmond. So if I were you, you might want to get your ass out there and, uh, and go for a visit or just check out Riz- Richmond if you don't like your sister and check that out. Just yeah. not, not tell her that you're there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I plan on, I plan on, uh, heading out. I think it's, um, like a better place than where they lived, uh, in Pennsylvania. So. Okay. Cool. Yeah. We probably make it out to Las Vegas, maybe. Once a year or so, I I feel guilty about that. Occasionally, there's that wait but why uh, post where he talked about how you're hardly ever going to spend any time with your family after after you leave the house. Like your parents, 95% of your time is done. And, and I reread that article last week and he said, one of the things in there is proximity matters. So if you live close to each other, that kind of changes a lot. But a lot of times we don't. Uh, there's no way I'm moving to Las Vegas and there's no way they're moving to Colorado. So that's out the window, which means I should go out there and visit as much as possible. But, uh, mm-hmm. I don't do well in the heat. So like 10 months of the year are out for me going to Las Vegas, uh, that th- they don't like the cold. So oh, shit, I might never see him again. No, no, I'm just kidding. I, I will see him soon, but yeah, maybe once or twice a year. Yeah. My mom's actually is going to come out here in December. So hi mom, if you're listening. I don't know if she listens. Does she, she, get her to leave a rating and review. We need that. Yeah, a good one, Mom. <laughs> Even if you don't like the show. So, okay. So about once a year, ideally, how often would you go? Let's say it was um, a 45-minute drive. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. If it was closer, at least once a month, I would hope. Maybe every other week. When I was a kid, we had grandparents who lived near us and- they're about 15 minutes away. We'd see them on a weekly basis and you would hope the same as much for me as for we have kids. So then they can grow up knowing their grandparents a little bit and the rest of the family. But uh, yeah, I don't know. How about you, Doug? Uh, how often I would visit family. So I think right now I'm on maybe like a once every two year cycle or so. Um, my parents, when my mom was still alive, they would come out here like once a year or so. And my dad has continued that. So um, I'll see him at least once a year when he comes out. And then I've gone back every other year or so. But here's one thing, like we we wanted to move away from Atlanta. So you were like, oh, you still like Chicago? I was like, I don't really like Atlanta that much. I don't like I don't like the area, like the mountains give me more energy, but in Atlanta, there's a bunch of trees and a bunch of traffic, right? So the last several times that I've been, it was not very enjoyable. I'm just like sitting on the highway trying to drive across town to visit people, which is no fun. And I know that's not the visiting people portion, but you can't get one without the other. Like you have to drive across town and it's, you know, awful. That said, I, I just got back uh, in the last couple of days. And it wasn't so bad. I think the reason is I stayed in generally the same location. So the only time I was really driving around was like going to and from the airport. So I changed sort of the the trip instead of, you know, trying to see a bunch of people all across town where it would take 
you know, an hour and a half to go each way to visit anyone. I just didn't do that. I just stayed with who I was hanging out with and didn't travel too much. Okay. Do you stay with people or do you get an Airbnb or hotel? I stay with people. So this trip, uh, specifically I was by myself. Um, but I stayed at my dad's house, uh, for a night or two. And then at my sister's house, so it was my sister's 50th birthday. So I stayed at her place. They have an extra room. My niece, uh, is starting or she started college. So I stayed in her room. It was comfortable. I had my own bathroom. So everything was pretty smooth there. Yeah. Um, how about you? Where do you normally stay? Uh, yeah, we usually, when I go to Las Vegas, we usually stay in a hotel. Actually, um, my mom has a lot of pets and some of them are kind of mean and will bite. Uh, they've drawn blood before, not for me, but other relatives. So mm. I don't really want to get bit. Um, allergic to cats. She's got a bunch of those too. So it's just more pleasant. I use my points and get a hotel. Gotcha. And does she technically have room for you guys to stay there? Um, yeah, I Yes, we could. It would be a little bit tight, which is the other issue, especially if we've got the whole family. Um, but yeah, we potentially could. But it, yeah, it, it would be tight. And I think it's just easier on everyone not to stay there. Gotcha. And, you know, one thing to throw into the mix on like us traveling back to Atlanta. So one reason why, you know, we didn't go back as often, like we intentionally moved away, right? So we... <laughs> We uh, don't want to go back all that often. And when when we did, we would often go for like a month. So we have gone back multiple times for like a pretty long period of time. And we'll, we'll drive back. We'll bring Georgie, our dog. And luckily, you know, several members of our families have space. So we, you know, would have a yard. We have our own bedroom, our own bathroom. And there's plenty of space. Georgie makes it a little complicated since she's, a higher, she doesn't get along with like new people that well or other dogs. So that kind of limits things. Um, but that is the caveat to throw in. Like we will stay for a long time. Usually when we do that, we stay with, you know, one set of parents and that makes it easier because we have lived with them in the past. We kind of know, you know, how the household works and stuff like that. So that makes it a little bit easier. Um, but it is, it is nice to have plenty of room now. I'm going to pause here. Do you have any questions on that? I do not. Okay. One thing that makes it a little tricky, and I, I don't think my in-laws listen to this show. So no one tell them if you happen to know them. Um, but my wife doesn't love staying in the same house with them. So we probably wouldn't want to spend more than a couple days at their house, which is kind of funny. She's like, I don't want to, I don't want to stay there. Also to the, to the point where she's like, even if she's traveling alone, she's like, maybe I can stay in a hotel, even though there's plenty of room for her because she doesn't want to be there in the same house. Right. So it's a, it's a little, you know, some family dynamics going on or something like that. But the whole point that I'm making here is like her parents potentially would be offended. That's why I was asking like, Oh, is there, is there even enough room at your mom's place? The thing is like, my in-laws have a whole guest air, like suite area. Right. Um, so they would be offended if we were like, we want to stay in a hotel. They'd be like, why don't you want to spend time with us? Well, 18 years was enough apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that makes, do you know anyone else like that? 
Um, where they hate their family. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I guess I do. I mean, in some cases, it's it's a lot of work hosting people. I think. Uh, yeah, I could see I could see people in my family even taking offense, but it just makes it a little bit easier for everyone. You can come and go as you please, and everyone can keep more to their own routines. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of funny, uh, especially me hearing this story. And I'm just, again, no, if, if they listen to the show, I'll be shocked, but no one tell them. All right. If you happen to know, don't tell them. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of funny. It's like, they have plenty of room. It's like really comfortable. And I'm like, why would, why are we going to waste money? Like staying in a hotel? That's crazy. Yeah. So we haven't done that yet, but I think she, she is thinking like, can I stay at an Airbnb? Can I stay at a hotel nearby? So it's just like a quick visit and then you can go and have your own space. Man. So it's pretty funny. Pretty funny. All right. So when you go to Vegas, how do you usually get there? Yeah, this is, a, I want to throw this question back at you, Doug, first. Uh, flying road trips, do you prefer one over the other? What's your thought on each? Like Mindy absolutely hates road trips. I'll suggest it. And she's like, ah. I don't want to do that. You th- and it, it's this has happened before where the three of us will drive. I'll drive with the kids and she'll fly out there and we'll just pick her up from the airport. Oh, wow. Because she hates it that much. But do you have any preference or thoughts on? Yeah. You know, I love road trips. Um, really enjoy it. And if we have the time, like that is often my preference. The, you know, other side of that is like if it's a very short trip then maybe the road trip doesn't make sense. So if it takes two and a half days to drive out to Atlanta and we're staying for a weekend, like that doesn't quite make sense. So it depends on the the length of the trip. And that's one reason why when we would visit in the past, we would go for like a month or something like that because we're going to drive out. And, you know, I love road trips. Also, I have been flying a lot more this year and it's been fine. You know, once you kind of get um, a good cadence and I have uh, the TSA pre-check and that makes, you know, security much easier and faster and um, it's more predictable on how long it's going to take you to get through. So that has made it easier. So flying for shorter trips, just fine. Cool. Yeah. I like road trips as well. And uh, part of it is, a uh, small part of it is economics. I remember we were going to go somewhere and it, it was like a day's drive away. I think it was Las Vegas, but for some reason, the ticket prices were exorbitant. It was like 500 bucks a person, four people, 2000 And then you have to rent a car versus the fuel to get there is like uh, probably around $100 at the time, maybe even less because I think gas was cheaper. So you're saving a lot of money. And I like I like it when you can do it at a slow pace. You pull up these websites and you say where you're going and they say, oh, you should check out this roadside attraction or this one. And I think that's pretty cool when you can take it slow, even make the trip part of the, even make the road trip part of the trip. Like uh, when we went to Portland, we could have driven out there in a day, but we took three days to get out there, stayed in hotels two nights and just kind of meandered and checked out all these cool things like waterfalls in Idaho and Boise and all these places. And uh, yeah, so I enjoy the road trip a lot too. I, I think it's pretty neat when you can get a great audiobook too. The time just flies by when you're driving down the road, like, oh, wow, we're already here because you're so immersed in the book. So I, I do enjoy the road trips. And I think part of Minnie's apprehension is uh, we have two children who will want to annihilate each other in the back seat. So once they're 
out of the house, we'll probably road trip more and take our time, like long road trips. Uh, flying, you know what? I might the worst thing I hate in life, dog, is standing in lines. And uh, I, we are going to get the pre check thing, so that will eliminate part of it. But just the security line you get behind, so I'm, I'm the type of person, tell me if you do this, dog, like. I'll pick like line one and then I'm, I see who is in front or in back of me and I watch which line they get into and see if they got through before me. Yeah. And then you're cursing yourself up because yeah. ah, I picked the wrong line. That guy's already through and we're still waiting to get through. But I try not to because that's like um, you're just setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. But I still do it. it it's know? stupid. But sometimes like I was flying recently. This was within the past year. And this guy's like he puts his bag through and they're like. Sir, you've got your laptop in your bag. You're supposed to take that. He's like, what? I need to take my laptop out of my bag? Like, dude, what are you new? Like, have you never flown on a plane before? That's been the rule for all these years. So stuff like that just frustrates yeah. me. It, but it shouldn't. It's just ridiculous. Like, mm -hmm. what is it, an extra five minutes? But one thing we did get, Doug, which I think will make our flying a little bit more, uh, a little bit better, is we got this credit card that gives us those lounge access, the mm -hmm. lounge. Have you ever been in one of those things before? Not in a while. Not in a while. Man, they're pretty nice. A lot of them, they'll be like, yeah, we're having appetizers. But man, if you're frugal, like they'll have hummus and pita and all these vegetables, like you can make a meal out of that, which mm -hmm. is which is what we do. And it kind of, the other, the thing that does for me is it makes me want to get to the airport a little bit earlier. So you, mm -hmm. you could sit there, re relax a little bit. It's not quite as noisy. They've got food. Sometimes they've got beer in there. And, uh, yeah, it makes the whole thing a little bit more pleasant, I think. Yeah, and I think they usually do have drinks. And, yeah, there's not the crowds of people and all that stuff. Yeah. So, and I actually have a credit card where you, I have a couple passes, but I haven't used them yet. So, you know, like you said, it has... It'll be great if there's like some kind of a longer layover, which is kind of rare. I mean, out of Denver, we can get direct to like most places. Yep. Um, so I'll just have to like go to the airport. Maybe I, we just go to the airport one day, you know, get a cheap ticket on Frontier. Yeah, we can have a live mm -hmm. recording from, from the airport. Now, which which seat do you like to have on the plane? Ah, window seat. Yeah, I like the window seat too. Yeah, do you like to look out the window or? A little bit, but I like to just like lay on the lay on the on the window area, and then I could fall asleep. Yeah, um, agreed. This last flight, though, I took Frontier, and the thing is, Frontier is um, you know bottom tier. I mean, it's <laughs> it's not good. It's not good, but it's cheap. <laughs> and I have been flying United, which is excellent. Really enjoyed United, and the thing is, the Frontier flight was like a hundred and forty dollars to get back to Atlanta. Thing is, those fuckers, they charge, I think it's like 60 or $70 just for the carry-on. So you have your personal item, like a purse or a backpack. Yeah. But the carry-on, the rollerboard that you would put in the overhead bin, is like 60 or $70. Yeah. So each way. So the thing is, once you calculate that, you're at the same price as, an, as another airline. They also charge you for like a bottle of water or a soft drink or like pretzels or a cookie or whatever they have on the uh, other airlines that they just give you, right? So I knew I was traveling to Atlanta. So I actually shipped clothes ahead of time that I'm just going to leave at my dad's house, right? Because I know I'll go back there some and this will just make it easier to get back. So I actually like shipped clothes back to Atlanta just to leave there. So that's a little pro pro hack or whatever that, that I did. Have yeah. you ever done that? That's awesome. Well, we're actually flying Frontier this weekend at... Uh, I told the girls, I'm like, hey, girls, you're not going to be able to have a suitcase. You have to have everything in your backpack. And we have never, 
We have never shipped clothes, but I did consider that. I'm like, all three of us could put our clothes in one thing, and then we could just ship them back while we're done, and it might be like 20 bucks or something. But yeah. in this case, I'm like, girls, we're going to pack tight. We're only going to be there for three days. You don't need to pack that much. Everything goes in your backpack. But yeah, I think that's a smart move. They also make you pay for the seat, right? They threaten you with the whole middle seat ordeal. Like, ah, you might be in right. the middle seat if you don't pay us for it. And yeah. Well, I think basically all airlines do that now, right? Like you can't pick a seat unless you pay for it. Yeah, I think you're right. I guess Southwest is the only one, but then you got to make sure you're in the A or B group or else you will be in the middle. Gotcha. Well, I didn't pick a seat and I'm, I'm fairly small and we're about to... We're about to enter some fat shaming area. So I apologize. Um, so if you don't want to hear this, then you can fast forward. Is this okay with you, Carl? Should, is it okay to talk? <laughs> Go for it, Doug. Okay. Send so, your hay mail to Doug at Mile High Fight Club. Yeah. So <laughs> basically I get I got an aisle seat and I'm like, okay, that's cool. Like not a big deal. I'll sit on the aisle closer to the bathroom, right? I can get out, <laughs> go to the bathroom if I need to. Um and for a long time, I've gotten like uh, lucky with skinny people in the middle seat. Everybody has room. You know, it's all cool. Big dude starts coming down the aisle. He has the middle seat and it was not good. This act flight actually turned out kind of eventful and not in a good way. So he sat next to me and I'm like, ah, damn. So I'm waiting for him to get settled and waiting for him to like pull his big belly you know, in, into his own seat so I could put the armrest down and sit down. So it took him a second and he, I was like, oh, can I sit? And he's like, oh, you were waiting for me. And I'm like, yeah, you're kind of like hanging all over my seat there, bro. Um, so anyway, I put the armrest down, sit down and he's t trying to hold himself in. He's, you know, still, our shoulders are still touching a little bit. And I'm like, all right, this is going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Um, the person at the window seat needed to get uh something so we all had to get up she had to get like dramamine and like sleeping pills or something not a good flyer she was like oh, I, I gotta take this stuff um so we all get up sit back down uh lady at the window seat she's scarfs down like a you know a cheeseburger from mcdonald's and this big orange drink oh right i was like yeah gross so she's like it's a giant thing it's like a 64 ounce or whatever so she's drinking that whole thing up so I sit down and then the dude next to me doesn't put the armrest back down. And I'm like, dang. And he's spilling over and I'm like, ah, you know, he's trying to do his best. Don't be, don't be a jerk. So I let him leave the armrest up because it would have, you know, made him even more uncomfortable. So I'm like, all right, I'll just sit here and like squeeze in. And it was making me kind of angry. And I'm just like, man, he should buy two seats if he can't fit in one. Have you ever, have you ever had a big person next to you? I, I have, and the same situation happened where I, I think this person couldn't even fit between the armrests, so he, he had to raise them up to fit in the seat. So, yeah, that's a, that's a weird situation. And I thought you did have to buy two seats if you were if you couldn't fit in one like that. But uh, it's hard for the airline people. How do they? How do you tell someone that? I would not want that job. Yeah, not good. Okay, so I'll give people another chance. So, th so that was fine. I was like, oh, you know what? Like, I'm not going to, I mean, I don't want to make the dude feel bad or whatever. Like he, he was chatting with a lady uh, next to us in the, in the seat who took the Dramamine, which comes back into play. So she took Dramamine and uh, sleeping pills apparently. So I'm sitting there listening to my audio book or uh, no, it's Taylor Swift. I was listening to Taylor Swift, 1989, solid album, right? And 
then there's this commotion next to me. I'm like, what is going on? She yacked all over herself, right? So she didn't use the little bag. I don't know what happened, but I looked over and I was like, that's a lot of bright orange stuff and what looks to be the cheeseburger that she had. Sorry, everyone, for being so graphic. So I was like, this is not good. And I'm like, I'm out of here. So he rang, rang the bell. The flight attendants came over. They like helped her and sorted things out and cleaned up or, or whatever. I left immediately, grabbed my stuff. And then I was like, can you find me another seat? Like, no rush. Do what you have to do with, to help the lady. Um, and then I sat in a middle seat somewhere further back. But yeah, it was not good. And I don't know if she like passed out and then threw up and didn't have a chance to get the bag or whatever. But it was like just all over her clothes. Ooh, how far into the flight were you when this happened? Halfway. Uh, okay. Halfway in. Yeah. Man. Yeah, that's rough. I, I don't like that at all. I, I think of that scene from Stand By Me. Do you know where I'm going with that, Doug? Oh, I can't remember the... Oh, tell tell us about it. I think I just remember. Yeah, yeah. it was that there was a pie-eating contest, a blueberry pie-eating contest, and this one kid like makes himself throw up in the middle of the pie-eating contest, and that made everyone else throw up. So like, there's like <laughs> hundreds of people just throwing up all over the place, like projectile vomiting. So yeah, I, I picture that going on on the plane because... You, you, you get a whiff of that, and then you see that, and you can't hold it. Like I remember on the school bus, there'd always be like one kid who would puke on there on the way back and forth to school, and inevitably it'd be in the aisle, and the bus would slow it out, and it would like make its way up. Then the bus would take off, and it would <laughs> go back in the other direction, and then oh, man. they would come out with that can of shit and put that on there, and that smelled just as bad as the puke. So you're like have your head out the window so you don't puke yourself. So I'm glad you didn't puke, but now I'm looking at your bright orange. I know it's not quite the same shade, not quite as bright as the uh, Tang or whatever that shit yeah. was. But Ugh. yeah, that doesn't sound like fun. I'm glad you didn't get puked on. Did the guy next to you get puked on at all? Or? I don't think so. Uh, I think it was, he, he did help a lot, like a lot more than I would have. I mean, I, I don't think she had, because Elizabeth, my wife, was like, oh, I wonder if she had like a medical episode or something like that. I don't think so. I think she just like, like maybe had too many sleeping pills or I don't know what was going on, but she definitely wasn't, um, she wasn't on top. She didn't have the bag. Like there's bag, a bag right there. Like she could have done something to like mitigate it a little bit, but um, yeah, I potentially would have just bailed, like ring, ring the bell and like get the fuck out of there, man. Yeah, that's rough. I've never thrown up on a plane. I've come close, but never. That's, uh, yeah, I wonder if she was asleep. You said she'd taken maybe pills or something. Maybe she had tossed up in her sleep. Yeah. You're making a good case for road trips, Doug. Yeah, yeah, road trips. You know, you pull over to the side of the road. You don't feel bad. Yeah. Take a break. Yeah, your variables, the people, you control those. You control who you sit next to, and you don't have episodes like that. Yeah. So anyway, sorry to go on a big tangent there. So <laughs> travel, any other travel tips, you know, road, road tripping, maybe since you, you dig road tripping? Yeah, I, I like taking advantage of some of the credit cards. I mentioned we have the Capital One Venture X card, which gives us, it's got an expensive annual fee, 400 bucks, but they give you 300 back in travel credits. And they give you that nice lounge access. I just looked up the Denver one. They have, I think it's a brewery, actually, Sweetwater. That's Isn't that from Georgia? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah so out of they, Atlanta. Cool. They, they have a restaurant there with beer. So nice. we'll be able to go there and hang out before the flight. Uh, yeah, and 
we hardly ever pay for hotels either because we use, we've got the World of Hyatt card and Bonvoy cards, which is Marriott. So super nice. We stay in really nice places and we hardly ever pay for them, which is great. And uh, like we alluded to earlier, maybe the best way to stay sane over the holidays when you're visiting family is to <laughs> avoid <laughs> Avoid spending a lot of time. Go with the Airbnb or hotel or something like that. Then you can leave when things get crazy. Do you have relatives who start talking politics or anything like that? Or? I think um, they have in the past, but usually it stays, you know, pretty pretty tame um, these days. And actually, one our biggest tip is like just don't visit for those holidays. So we don't we decided like we don't want to visit during Thanksgiving or Christmas because that's when it's crazy, yeah. right? That's when everyone's there and you don't actually get to spend good quality time with the people that you're trying to spend time with. You have to share it with a bunch of other people and potentially there's all these gatherings. So multiple families. And if you're driving across town, like I was mentioning, you're just burning time, like driving around versus like going to visit for a little while. So we literally, I know that's not an option for everyone. Some families might be offended, but we don't care, you know, we don't, <laughs> we don't care about our families. So yeah, we just, we visit during sort of the off, off season, if that makes sense. Okay. Not always an option, but yeah. So we skip those holidays and go at different times. No, I think that's a great tip. Uh, and kind of, I've come around to that. We're actually not going anywhere this holiday season. We'll be at home for Thanksgiving, spending it with you actually, Doug. Mm -hmm. And we'll be home for Christmas and uh, not seen any of our family. So, but I think it's all, it's kind of weird for me because we've always spent that time, but I think that was a great tip, Doug, to spend it when you can just have better time with them and not with all kinds of other people and when you have to deal with airports and all that hecticness and shit. Yeah. And the, you know, the, the cost is often cheaper too, even if it's fuel for a road trip, you know, sometimes it will go up a little bit higher um, when they know everyone is driving around, um, just supply and demand, the price will go up a bit. Yep. So. Cool. Well, I think that's about it for for traveling. Um, you know, you know, be nice to the people that sit in the middle seat. Um, I should have been nicer. You know, maybe I shouldn't have put it da that armrest down right off the bat. Don't go to McDonald's. She probably paid like twenty bucks for that meal too. Obviously, she had the supersized version of it, the sixty four ounce. And man, that's twenty bucks. You'll never see it. Although she might see it again on the front of her shirt. Ugh. Yeah, it was not good. <laughs> All right, cool. We'll have a uh, happy holidays, Carl. Okay, you too, Doug. See ya. Thanks for listening to the show. That was the Mile High Five podcast, and I'm Doug Cunnington, the balder host, and Carl Jensen is the cool, sexy one. If you dig the show, please do three things for us. Number one, tell a friend, a family member, an enemy about the show. We really don't care who you tell. Maybe forward them a specific show that you know that they will like. It's the single most helpful thing that you can do to spread the word. It's like giving us a virtual high five and uh, actually we don't give high fives in, in person. So the virtual kind's pretty good. And more importantly, your friend or family member or even your enemy will appreciate the fact that you were thinking of them. Number two, make sure you're following or subscribed on your podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, YouTube, whatever you're using. And that way you won't miss a show. And number three, please leave us a rating and review. We read them on the show occasionally, and you might hear yours out there on an upcoming episode. Quick disclaimer, this show is not financial or legal advice. I'd actually be surprised if it sounded like it. 
it's really just for entertainment and that's at least what we're hoping for. But seriously, get advice from professionals. Carl and I are just two guys with microphones that sit in my basement and talk. So we'll catch y'all next week.